This is James Kohler from LMC Cast, and you're listening to the Immigrant Stories of Mamernik. The immigrant experience of America, though ranging and never the same story, is often overlooked. We seem to know what's going on, but never truly listen to the people's stories. This time in an American immigrant's life is known as grueling and painstaking. Any story you hear from has their own heartbreaks, their own stories from family about the work put into finding a new home. Which is why it is important to sit down and listen to the people with their own stories of immigration. Let's zoom in a bit more, right down to our village of Mamernik. Here, immigration is especially important. The immigration population makes up 15% of the village's demographic. That's a significant number of neighbors, classmates, and business owners who started in a very different place from me and you. They are allowing us a peek into their lives, and hopefully it's something we can learn to appreciate in a location like ours that has so much to be grateful for. Hearing their stories can offer us a fresh perspective on our everyday beauty. This is what we are here for, to listen. We brought in three immigrants from Amerineck with their own stories. Axel was the first story we got to hear from. Yeah, I was, I was born in the very heart of the city of Mexico. Axel Kishinquiz had only lived in Mexico for a few months before coming to Mamernik. From what he spoke of with the stories from his parents, however, it seemed clear leaving Mexico was the family's best option. But from what my parents have told me, what we take for granted for them was really, really hard to to get. Milk, eggs, what, what we consider just five-minute walk over to the grocery store for them. Sometimes they'd have to go up to three to four towns just to get it. It was kind of a rough time there. They had a rough time growing up in there. And I'm pretty sure that's why they wanted me, they wanted to bring me over here for a better life. His father Axel spoke of with much pride, it being clear that he was hard working for his wife and son. Axel's father came to Mamernik first, saving up enough money to bring Axel and Axel's mother over to America. To do this, Axel's father worked non-stop through many different job opportunities in Mamernik. Worked actually at a, uh, a dishwasher over in uh, El Castillo. And from there he went over to... He tried to go to school. He managed to get his GED. He used to work at a gas station for well over 10 years. You gotta, he had to do what he had to do to get enough money. I wouldn't say that he enjoyed it because, well, he always had those rough nights and the long hours, sometimes working 12, 13 hours from what he's told me. Especially with language barriers, it was hard for Axel's father to do many forms of work in Mamernik. I mean, here, again, with the language barrier, it made things harder. He's told me countless stories about how because of him not knowing any English, he's done a lot of mistakes while working at El Castillo, just because he didn't understand what they were saying. Axel was too young to remember much of the process of the immigration. But from the stories his parents had told him, nothing seemed easy. You are sacrificing everything that you once knew to move to basically, it's not just, an, at this point, another country is now another world. You're basically moving from world to world not just country to country. So there's really nothing easy about it. Before even getting their own place, Axel and his family lived in a friend's basement. 
The immigration process is obviously very difficult and grueling, when things as simple as finding space for yourself seem impossible. Even, even with my dad having a sort of steady job, we still had to go hopping around from place to place. And it, it wasn't even it wasn't even like an actual full apartment. We had to share sometimes with other families in one basement. Axel from a young age was put into work with his father. Mentioning back as to when my father used to work for the gas station. At 11 years old, he decided that it was time that I started putting in some work into the, for the family. Most 11-year-olds are most definitely not required to put in this kind of work but Axel's family needed it for life in Mamernik. Axel has slowly gotten more used to work, acknowledging what benefits it brings to what his family needs. Honestly, I didn't think I was going to be able to handle that. But I had my dad with me saying, it's okay to make mistakes. You're, you're still learning. It's okay to make mistakes. Over time, it'll be okay. I've been going to work with him ever since then. At this point, I could easily find a job. I could, I know how to work a cash register. I know how to talk to people, counting money, closing shifts. Axel's story shows the amount of grueling work required for immigrants coming to America and how hard some of that work truly can be. His father is an example of the work required to care for an immigrated family and the sacrifices to be made to leave their struggling home. Martha was the next story we want to hear from. Martha Carbello was 16 when she came to Mamernik. Though now she loves Mamernik and has a stable life here, originally this was not her first choice. Well, I'm not decided to come to Mamernik, but uh, the people um, bring me to this country, I guess they live here in Mamernik, so that's the reason that I come to Mamernik, and I love Mamernik. Martha was pregnant at the age 16 and the father of her son had been in Mamernik months before she immigrated. Martha's mother-in-law was very hopeful of Martha's life in Mamernik, believing the opportunities were much better for her here. Martha seemed to resent her mother-in-law for this. That was the, my ex-mother-in-law, who she said to my mom, um, I had uh, you know, the resource here in this country, can uh, finish educated, uh, even if I'm pregnant, but that was a liar. Martha and her mother originally had planned to come to Mamernik with an education at school. However, without Martha or her mother knowing, Martha ended up working as soon as she came to Mamernik. She had not known this until after she walked into the doors of McDonald's. But the day they bring me to the job, so they told me just wearing black pants and let's go, you know, we need to go and walk. By the time we get um, in the restaurant, so they say to me, so you start working today. I was like, what? I was really nervous and scared too, because they promised my mom I had to go to uh, school. Though Martha's story is truly hard to hear, present day she seems much happier. With a working family of three kids, she is happy as a mother and lives a proud life in Mernick. Well, I have my three kids, which I'm really, really happy with that because uh, one of those, they're like a special ed, which I just like very happy because he's graduate, he's learning. 
but I, I'm happy to help to him like doing better things, you know. And then he's working now. He's independent. He's like help us at home, like you know, with um like the household. Like he helped me, like. Jose Novoa was our final interviewee. His story sounding very similar to Axel's. Uh, I'm originally from Mexico, uh, from a small town called Hikilpan in the state of uh, Michoacan. Jose had immigrated to California first at age five. Though Jose had trouble remembering this time of immigration, from the stories his parents had told him, Jose was aware of the hardships faced in this process. So my dad was already in the U.S. Uh, when me and my mom came over. Uh, and my mom actually was caught once at the border uh, trying to cross um, with the coyote. And she she had called my dad and told her, like, hey, look, I don't think I can do this. Like, this is too hard. Um, and she had told him to send me back. Um, like, you know, like, I need I want my child here. And my dad basically told her, like, look, you can do this. Like, I know you can do this. And thankfully, on the second attempt, she was able to, you know, successfully cross uh, the border. And then, you know, we, we met up in California and came here to New York and been here ever since. Jose remembers the struggles he faced from a young age, him feeling very different to his own peers from his school because of the rules he had to follow under the immigration process. For me personally, uh, one of the hardships of the whole immigration process is when you start asking those hard questions when you're in middle school and um, you tell your parents, like, oh, why, why can't we go on a, on a vacation you know, to another country? Or why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? And they have to tell you like, hey, like, you know, it's because we're not legal here. Um, we, we leave, we won't be able to come back. And that, that kind of put me into a, in a rut, uh, education wise, because I was like, oh, well, there's, there's no future for me. Like if I don't have, uh, any papers or any form of, uh, of working here in the United States, like what, why am I in school? Um, Jose believed in the CRC, AKA the community resource center. This organization helps immigrants in America looking for work, home and a stable life here. I, I, I'll i say like part of the immigration process, I was honestly, um, I'm grateful that there's communities like the, the community resource centers that, that exist, um, that inform us of all these immigration um, processes that we can take advantage of and, you know, to give us better lives. As everyone knows, the immigration process is no easy task to do alone. So communities like this really help everyone. Present day, Jose has a job he is proud of and is hopeful of the immigration process going forward. From Jose's hard work came success, and for that, he's satisfied. I would just, I mean, I would just give advice for anybody that like that is going through the immigration process. Um, life is going to kick you down, and sometimes you're going to feel like there's no, there's no way to reach that finish line. Um, but you just have to always be, you know, consistent and persevere forward. Because if I if I were to I look back at myself ten years ago, I didn't think I would ever be in the position that I am now. And thank God I was able to you know push forward and continue through my hardships and go to go to community college and then transfer to a four year school, get my bachelor's degree um, in cybersecurity. Now I have an awesome job as an IT security analyst, doing something I enjoy. So. Definitely advice for anybody that uh, is thinking to give up. Definitely don't give up. Keep pushing forward. 
From these three stories, it is clear to see that while they were all very diverse perspectives, hardships faced seem to be common among all of them. The immigration process is some of the hardest things people can go through, and asks for a lot of work among the people. However, in each story, the person ends up satisfied and happy with where they are. These are only three of many perspectives. We need to turn our ears to the people who have gone through this process and really listen. I am James Kohler from LMC Cast, and thanks for listening in.